All right. Welcome back to the Casual MMA Podcast, episode eight. Uh, got Travis here with me. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna jump in. We're gonna do a little bit of uh, a little review and preview, as it's uh, known colloquially. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna do a little review and preview um, of the the events yesterday. Uh, we had a long hiatus without uh, well UFC specifically. And then a uh, big boxing match yesterday, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the matchups, um, the matchups next weekend for the for the final pay per view of the year. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, that'll kind of uh, tip off as far as um, like previewing upcoming fights. But uh, yeah, so let's go. Ahead. We'll we'll jump in talking about last night UFC DC. Obviously, uh, main event kind of crazy. I didn't get to watch uh, till this morning. The as, as far as the main event yeah. main event goes, I didn't get to check it out till this morning. Um, so I mean, well, it's not. I mean, the Reem's not completely washed up. A, not, an undefeated MMA fighter and a very successful kickboxer came in, and and I mean, to my understanding and from what I saw, I mean, Overeem gave him a uh, gave him a lot of trouble for basically the whole time until the last minute or so. Yeah, beat him. Uh, yeah, know. he was beating him on, on on all the scorecards. I believe took him down early, and then that, I think that kind of made Rosenstrike. It did. I mean, you just see it happen. He, he totally changed his tone. He it made him a little more timid. Um, and I mean. Rosenstrike's a very athletic, strong, powerful guy, but I mean, Overeem's had hundreds of fight, fight, yeah. <laughs> of fight, of fights. Um, he was, I mean, he was a kickboxer, kind of like a similar trajectory there, except his record is what fifty-four yeah, 40, and like twenty or something like that. Four, Forty-five, eighteen, and one now yeah, is, his, is his record. Yeah, he drew it. So yeah, pretty extensive. It was cool to see the Reem not just get washed. I ex- I expected a, a first round or maybe early second round knockout. So it was cool to see that he still has um, the ability in him to fight off some of these more athletic younger guys. Um, I had a friend ask me if he thinks if I think that the Reem is gonna uh, I mean, retire, kinda... and I just I don't. I don't know. What do you think? What, what, what do you what do you what do you think is is left as far as as far as he goes? Um. Yeah. Right now, I, I don't know. It's kind of sad to an extent. Um. Just to see where he came in, and he came in with so much hype over. Um. You know, over him, but I mean, he was obviously Uberim then. Yeah. Retired uh, he, Brock Lesnar, basically. Right. Basically retired him. Yeah. Um. But he's just never. He's always lost his gatekeeper fights. You know, he's always lost. Well, first of all, the drug thing. Usada started shortly thereafter, and then that was obviously terrible news for him. Uh. So he had to God, like yeah. kind of go back to being a normal, just a normal heavyweight for the yeah. most part. But, <laughs> Instead of the he, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but even last night, it, it was still a reminder of like how much bigger he was than Rosenstrike, and um, yeah, you know weird. he's still a huge, a huge athletic, good striking heavyweight. Um, but his chin is taxed now. He has that like yeah. he has that uh, lights out kind of quality. Like it really, any any punch you know landed in the right spot can just can just buckle his knees. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean. I just uh, he he's getting too old. He can't keep restarting. I mean, he, it's like oh, he yeah. puts together a couple wins, but now uh, I I don't know. I now I really don't. This was kind of, I think this was his last hurrah, like his last yeah, chance. I mean, he he told Ariel, I, I do see myself having another title run. I, I don't I don't think so now. I mean, God, he's got to start over again. He's got to piece together another three four wins now to get into a conversation. And it's just like, dude, like then we're talking. <laughs> come up on the guy's like 80th fight at that point oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah i just, know and yeah, you, like you feel I, bad I don't I... see any way um he's gonna be able to re-ascend and i think rosenstrike is is interesting um 
but yeah, it, I don't. I'm not super stoked about him going forward since he kind of he kind of lost that fight. I mean, he he was losing, and if, I mean, if, yeah. if Alistair had just not, you know, I mean, it was kind of like the a reiteration of Black Beast and um, Volkov. Volkov, yeah, like <laughs> just not closing out fight, fighting kind of careless with your hands down at the end. And then, you know, he got his lip ripped off. Dude, oh my god, that thing is yeah. gone, dude. That's yeah. insane. I don't understand. Like, you look at that picture, which is very similar to, like, how Robbie was in the second Rory fight. What? Where is it coming from? His lip, it's gone. I saw it. Yeah. And But it's going to come back. But to touch on that, because this is a question that's been floating around a little bit, especially, I, I, it's, I don't know. It, I don't know where it started, but I saw it in regards to boxing mostly. Who's the better fighter? Is it Rosenstrike or is it Overeem? So Because let's assume Overeem had a 5 nothing full decision. Who's yeah. who's better? That's a, that's a weird conversation. I think it may be a little different with boxing than with MMA, but um, yeah. but maybe not. So I I don't know. What's your what's your stance on that? Let's just say basically that exact scenario: losing a five round fight. I mean, he wasn't getting demolished, but I mean, losing the fight and then literally what last five? I think it was four seconds left. So who's yeah, who's the four, who's the better fighter seconds. there? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's kind of just part of. I mean, it's going back to. I'll go back to Volkov and Black Beast. I mean, I think if they fought ten times, Volkov probably beats him eight or nine times. That's what I was going to say. But I mean, it's we can trace this all back to a a, a one punch knockout artist, a Deontay Wilder, right? In the most extreme fashion, that's that would be the most extreme example, obviously, right. but. Um, versus like a truly good fighter, um, and honestly, I, I didn't I didn't leave that fight after watching the highlights. I was like you, I was out last night. I didn't get to see the fight, but um, I a- after watching the highlights and seeing what I saw, Overeem looked in control. Like he was the yeah. aggressor, and especially like, on the ground. Was, yeah, he he kind of controlled the distance, and the fight took place where he wanted it to take place. Um, yeah, I didn't really see. In, I didn't leave in short, Rodriguez was better. No, yeah. So that's what it, that's what kind of what it comes down to. I'm, I mean, full. I, I think Overeem's the better fighter, but it's just weird how that works out. Now in boxing, well, I mean, it, it still holds up. Uh, Tyson. I mean, granted, I think Tyson Tyson won that fight anyway. I'm talking about Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. I'm right. backtracking quite a bit, but um, that's just the perfect example of a guy who's you know probably as far as fundamentals and and you know all these things that make a great boxer. Tyson Fury aside from, you know, power, just straight power, is a better boxer than Deontay Wilder. But, yeah. you know, it right. was a draw, and great, I mean, that was bullshit. Just, I mean, just, it's, it, it was. I mean, Tyson Fury won the fight. But, yeah. um, but, I mean, I think even if it had gone, if it had gone to where, because Tyson won, let's just say Tyson won nine rounds of their fight. Yeah. If Deontay had slept him cold, which he sort of did, but I mean, you know, 10 count, yeah. I think Tyson Fury is still a better boxer. Uh, that's uh, that's a divisive answer, but I like that, and that sounds nuts because the guy asleep on the ground is the guy you're saying better. But I, that's just the way I yeah. view the sport: is the the guy can be a better boxer, but I mean you have he and it's that is that is super that is watering down Deontay's talent a lot, calling him you know saying puncher's chance against Tyson Fury because he's not he's a pro boxer and he's forty one yeah. or whatever. Well, he's also a very rare. I mean, he is the rarest <laughs> perfect iteration of a of a knockout artist i mean right and he's done it on a level of consistency that has never been paralleled with a knockout artist even mike tyson yeah that's know, he, he never got to i forgot what mike's final record was but i mean he had like five or six losses by the time he finally right. retired um and i mean yeah i mean you talk about 41 and 0 but yeah in general i, I think 
being a one, especially in MMA, being a one strike knockout or artist or just more of a brawler, eventually being that one, that much of a one trick pony, it eventually comes back to bite you. Especially like, in it, yes, in MMA specific, like especially yeah. for sure, you um, have to have those other skills. And I mean, we ended up. I mean, I don't know if you want to use this as a bridge to the Joshua fight, but I was yeah. Perfect example was that fight. I mean. The, the first fight, uh, I obviously, that huge left hand from Ruiz completely changed the entire complexion of that fight. Right. Um, and then last night, we, we got to see a pretty clear display of who was the better boxer. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, 11 rounds to one, basically. Yes. Um, who was the better boxer. And I, I saw, so, I mean, I, my, let's put it this way. My connection... To watching the fight live was poor <laughs> so it was cutting yeah, in and it out terrible. it was cutting in and out pretty bad um but yeah watching the fight i mean i there it was kind of split as far as people um what's the word people appreciating aj's performance um i get it i mean what, yeah. what's the you're, you're against a guy who obviously can if he gets you know a good shot on you he's, he can put you out he did it so for Joshua to keep his distance so well and stay on his bike and and kind of you know not not exactly stay out of the way but you know not let Andy close in like where he's most dangerous. Um, I get it. Whatever. This is a pro boxing sport. He didn't want another. That was gonna be not it, but maybe. I mean, who knows? If he had taken a freaking loss, especially a knockout loss from Andy again, it's like oh, where yeah. does he go? So I mean, for him to, I mean, good lord, imagine being in his shoes. And it's not like Andy's. Andy's still not a joke. So no. it, it's not. It's the you know I. I hesitate. I won't call the first fight a fluke because I, I I don't think it was, and I, and Andy deserves that you know the respect because he is a really good boxer, but um I think that was just smart and I get it. Yeah, no one got you know knocked out. There was you know there was some flurries and stuff, but there wasn't any um, you know incredible fight changing shots. So I was you know I was okay with seeing AJ do that. Um, the what what kind of left me it, what kind of was was left by the end of that is AJ's chance against you know Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder. So. Let's 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 jump on that a little bit. I mean, what do you think? Let's start with. I mean, let's start with Wilder. They've you know called each other yeah. out in the past, and well, kind of, there is kind of, there's kind of communication between the three of them. But let's just start with like Wilder and Joshua. Yeah, yeah. I um I definitely think. Well, first of all, going back to the hate that he's getting right now is I think that's ridiculous. Yes, I think that's such a. I mean, I mean, ironically, this is the casual. We are casuals, but like <laughs> you know, but it's just such a casual take. I mean to not appreciate the strategy that he implemented to completely dominate the second fight. Right. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't appreciate that. I mean, he, he did change his fighting style. I actually thought it was going to not pan out for him is usually when you, a guy tries to do sort of a one eighty on styles like that and yeah. become a different fighter. They don't do it. So, um, prolifically as he did right. i mean he, he did it really well and i mean he looked he was light on his feet and he just controlled the distance very well yeah help that andy was almost 300 pounds listen buddy yeah, you can't just man. be fat you know what oh dude that do, that does it you can't be fat i'm not cool with it i mean obviously like he's at least he's not that fat no dude don't add and then afterwards like the thing that everybody was saying like like yo like was he just like did he just lose discipline was he just partying too much and then afterwards he like came forward he's like i was too heavy i was uh, yeah. not disciplined i partied too much like i did yeah. i i he talked about it on i think joe's podcast because yeah he was on there he's talking yeah. about like yeah this is like just kind of who i am it kind of gives me like comfort i'm able to take some bigger shots 
But yeah. I mean, dog, you were just you were just slow. Gr- it grotesquely it your... out of shape. Yeah, dude. Yes, uh, way too fat. Morbidly out of shape. Yeah, dude. I he mean, should lose horrible. literally 30, 40 pounds at least. If he lost, if he lost just body fat, uh, he could fight at one seventy. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> if he were to stra- if he were a lean, oh yeah, dude. He's uh, him and Canelo. Just yeah, like, yeah. He, he would be one hundred seventy pounds. But no, um, yeah. He just I I texted you as soon as the fight started, and I was like, dude, he is as big as a house. He is bigger. <laughs> so, dude, I mean, it, it sounds bad, but yeah. I mean, yeah. The first fight I, I had seen him fight before. I saw him fight uh, actually Joshua Parker, which was his only other loss. But I mean, I was just like really taken away by his hand speed and just how good his movement was and yeah he had we just saw things completely flip he had very he got tired his movement sucked he was Mm flat-footed um and he got to a certain point where joshua was sticking him with jabs so often that he just got frustrated and it it looked like towards the last three rounds he just kind of resigned to i'm just gonna just deal with i'm just gonna take it until the fight's over like yeah (laughs) honestly it looked like he had quit um but yeah he um anyway back to joshua joshua i think i thought looked great um the only the thing that uh and against against wilder i think it actually will be his only method of being able to beat wilder i don't think joshua's old style of going in and kind of like putting his elbows forward like he would he kind of does that thing Mm -hmm. where he puts his hands up and like he almost is like elbowing the guy, but he like puts the, his elbows into his shoulders. Yeah, and he does okay. do those. He does those like short hooks. Um, I think that was ultimate. If he was going to stick with that, that was ultimately going to land him in a lot of trouble against Wilder. Yeah, he was such a prolific power puncher. Um, he was going to be bound to get you know blasted if he can you know kind of perfect this style that we saw last night, where he's light on his feet and he's jabbing, he's moving. Um, he may the the way Wilder is going to lose. The way it like plays out in my head is the way it almost did with Fury, where it's just like he never guy, gets that the, big shot off. He huh? never gets that chance. It's just yeah. yeah, the guy just moves around well enough the entire fight, and then because he's always behind on the scorecard, he's always behind on the scorecard. Yeah, and then he knocks. No, yeah. that guy out. So what was he down six nothing to? Yeah, to he was Louis, down six nothing to Ortiz. Yeah, he's always behind. And then one of these days, it's just gonna the guy's gonna keep moving. He's gonna be well enough off to keep moving, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh shit, uh, Wilder didn't yeah. really win any rounds." And, yeah, <laughs> like and and dude, it's gonna I mean, be if, over. if Deontay hadn't, and it's still a bullshit, but if Deontay hadn't knocked Tyson down the second time, I don't, I can't even wrap my head around anything other than Tyson winning that. So, it, yeah. so yeah, like you're saying, it almost happened there, and it's gonna happen that way. Where he's looking for this big shot, but then someone does something like Tyson or Joshua, and it's just yeah. good enough to keep the distance and not let him, you know, get that opening. Albeit, I mean, I, I'm not going to doubt Deontay again. I, it could be round eleven, no. and he could have been getting torched the whole time, like I think yeah. he probably will against Tyson this yeah. in the rematch. But uh, I'm not. I can't. You cannot count him out because it's it's one in in yeah. over. So it is. Yeah. Um. I I, I think. I think honestly, Fury still does this pattern of boxing better than Joshua is going to be able to do. Um, yeah, so he's I, somehow I, even busier. Like yeah. he's like he's even busier. Like he's moving. He's he's cutting yeah. back and forth, and he's like keeping his hands faster. Yeah. So he's and he's even lighter now than the first time he fought Wilder. So I mean, he's yeah. walking around like you can see when he does interviews and stuff. Like he's even slimmer and trimmer now. Uh, by his own admission, I think he said he's about walking around about fifteen pounds lighter. So. I think he'll That's be good. trouble for Wilder again. As you mentioned, um, 
you know, the first fight, yeah, I, I still think Fury was robbed, but because of the controversy with that last knockdown, it's like, okay, like I'm cool with a draw. I'm sure yeah, like, in on hindsight, some level that was, I mean, I still think it was bad scoring. I still think, like, right. I don't know how you score that fight even, but because there was controversy both ways, it's like, fine, let's just do it again. But, um, yeah. right. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well, let's just uh, we spent a good amount of time on that. We'll go ahead and jump forward a little bit to uh, let me pull up the the full card here. So, I mean, we've touched on these fights quite a bit, but let's just go ahead and run through UFC 20, 25, 245, <laughs> uh, our predictions because um, we didn't even talk about to the real. I just realized it either the UFC hasn't updated it or they have one fight on the prelim car, the uh, Matt Brown, Ben Saunders thing. So they need to get that uh, uh, figured out. Yeah, <laughs> that's one weird. fight. But um, anyway, uh, let's just start from the bottom. So Peter Yan and Uriah Faber. So uh, we'll kind of alternate uh, who goes first on the takes here. Um, I won't like, we won't, you know, over discuss it here. Peter Yan, obviously amazing. He's had a really good run. I don't actually know who his loss is to, because uh, I saw him. I remember he fought John Dotson. Then I think his last one was Jimmy Rivera. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like a Golden Gloves recipient, or he might have just been a pro boxer in like Denmark, wherever he's from. Um, sound like a hella casual right now, but really good, yeah. fantastic uh, stand-up artist. Uh, he's got good scrambles, but I mean, Uriah came back. Uh, freaking uh, the what's it, is it the California kid? What's his name? I know. Yeah, his yeah, the California kid, and came back and put Ricky Simon, who by the way lost last night. Uh, put Ricky Simon, uh, pinned him to the Rob, to the canvas. So I'm yeah, gonna go. Rob Font beat him last night, pretty bad. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna go just to to jump to my actual uh, prediction there. I'm gonna go uh, Peter Yan uh, decision. I don't see anybody getting finished there. So I'm gonna go Peter Yan decision. Uh, it was Magomed Mag- Magomedov that beat uh, that beat uh, Peter Yan. And Magomed Magomedov. Wow. Magomed Magomedov. It was a split Man. decision, and it wasn't even the UFC. It was, it was okay. back at the ACB back in twenty. So we could damn well call him undefeated. Well, he yeah, is in the UFC. I mean, so yeah, yeah, he is uh, five and zero oh in the UFC. Yeah, okay. wow. yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, looking good. One. I mean, he's won him pretty, pretty decisively. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in my mind, you're right. Faber is so old. When I first started watching the UFC back, when I was in college <laughs> like ten years ago. He was at his peak when it was the WEC, and he was like the poster boy of WEC. Um, yeah, I mean, for a guy, the thing is, is some of these guys age better than others. Damian Maya ages really well. He's just a, a jujitsu master. I mean, you know, right. tap you out from anywhere. It doesn't Devoted rely. Yeah, he doesn't rely on athleticism. Uh, John, honestly, is another one that's probably going to age pretty well just because he's so cerebral and doesn't rely on raw athleticism. I mean, he did when he was younger, but now he has so many different ways he can beat you. Um, But yeah, a guy like Uriah Faber, he did come back. He looked really good in the win. But I think too much of his style relies on athleticism. Peter Yan is going to be faster. Yes. Um, I think, I I don't know if he'll finish Uriah. Uriah is very durable still. Um, right monster monster chin on that guy literally literally yeah but uh <laughs> no i think i think i think probably all three rounds i think he'll he'll probably control and oh, yeah. uh outstrike him significant strikes uh i don't think he'll um try I don't, I don't think it's to his advantage to try to grapple with favor i think no he, he's a better striker obviously so yeah i'll go peter yawn uh yeah. unan- unanimous decision on that one Okay, yeah, uh, and um, okay, so jumping in, Marlon Moraes, who and and Jose Aldo. Okay, so this is a little bit of a separate topic. Jose making the drop to bantamweight. First of all, we know Marlon's a threat. He was kind of beating the hell out of Henry until. Props to Henry. I'm not a giant Henry Cejudo fan, but for him to come back after getting his legs kicked off his body for three rounds and to have a different game plan in the fourth or whatever, I can't remember exactly what round, and uh, finish yeah, Marlon. That was that was dope. 
but it i mean it yeah. still showed me marlin's uh, insane threat for for so many people um so uh him versus jose um i you know not gonna talk about it you know, too much uh i think marlin's a threat he's a much more comfortable at 135 i think even though jose's a bigger person i actually think marlin's gonna come in bigger for the fight because yeah. he's so comfortable with getting down there already and jose's already depleted at least from what i'm seeing did you see that picture where people are oh, like yeah. man he's being held up by his teammates yeah. or whatever um i'm gonna yeah, go marlin tko bad. there actually yeah i unfortunately I don't know what round but yeah i mean i you know i don't want to like i don't want us to have all the same picks but yeah i think uh Arias, first of all is i do think he's the class of that division i think he can get back potentially to another fight with cejudo and uh make his own adjustments and potentially make that a good fight. But Cejudo just did a great job of changing gears in that first fight. Yeah, I mean, he, that was so, that was like, very impressive. It's like he was trying to figure out a way to like wait for his shot. And Marias was being so aggressive, he wasn't really getting a chance. And then Cejudo literally just out aggressive him in that, that final round. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Aldo, um, he's going to have to really implement i don't know he's just going to kind of have to be faster than mariah's because he's going to have to live off those leg kicks a little bit uh try to prevent you know any grappling from occurring because i don't think he's going to be able to um grapple with him uh yeah. so yeah i think that fight will be close i won't go tko but i think i'm gonna go split decision mariah's on that one that's 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 be. very possible i mean yeah and you know they're they're pretty calculated strikers i could see it kind of going the distance and i don't want to say i don't want to preemptively say it could be uh, a boring fight but i think they will be a little bit tentative at first but i, I have obviously no idea and my predictions are always wrong so if you're listening keep that in mind um <laughs> bear that in mind then, for your betting purposes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know you were gonna go off of everything <laughs> um amanda nunez versus gd uh gdr uh jermaine Demer- jesus christ jermaine durandamy um yeah just had a stroke amanda i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna go i don't know actually let me hold on has g has gd i'll let you go first here let you discuss has gdr been uh yeah finished uh, has who finished uh durandamy did she get she did okay i couldn't remember because i knew she lost to amanda already but i couldn't remember if it was a a finish or not and it was okay so she has been finished all right but yeah you go first on the on the guest there yeah, I, man, I just think Amanda is shoulders and above the rest of this division yes. with her striking, her boxing. When she commits to throwing those overhand rights, and I mean, yeah. and, and I don't think Durandamy is, I think what it's going to take to beat, um, you're not going to overpower Amanda. You're not going to, I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to outstrike her. I think going back to um, kind of what we were talking about with the boxing, it's going to take someone that's very quick that can literally go in and out for five rounds. Yes. Not Shevchenko, honestly. Trade, trading thing with, with Amanda. And uh, Durandamese doesn't have that skill set. No, And I so, um, yeah. I mean, I think Amanda, to be honest, I think she probably knocks her out round one. I Man. mean, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I uh, yeah. I mean, people have speculated that GDR has, is kind of like scared of her like actually um and was like kind of ducking her for a while i don't know about any of that i don't keep up that closely with that division she's like a physically strong girl yeah but she just doesn't have this the blend of speed and 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 precision with her striking that amanda Mm -hmm. has so i I can't see any way that durandamy wins this fight right no i mean yeah we we're agreeing a lot and that's not how we always are but i i I mean, I just have to agree. It's not that these are super one one sided. Out of all the fights, that's probably the most one sided to me. As you know, as far as a prediction, if I had to bet money, which I won't, 
uh, I probably would, you know, I'd, I'd pick definitely with Nunez. Um, okay. Um, we, t- we didn't touch too much on this one the first time we discussed it, uh, two podcasts ago, but the, the Holloway Volkanovsky fight, uh, I'm really excited for this fight. I think it's flying under the radar a little bit. I mean, obviously yeah. the main event, there's not only tension, but it's, you know, two of the most like pound for pound, two of the best guys in the whole UFC. So that's, that's, you know, overshadowing the whole card as it should. I mean, it's the main event, I guess, but so Max Holloway and Volkanovsky, uh, I've, I've said it before, but just like small recap. Um, I'm not quick to doubt Max at all anymore. I thought Ortega was going to give him a bunch of trouble. That was the, one of the most dominant title defenses in UFC history. I think, um, I don't know how you can argue. Otherwise it was a joke, um, to beat an undefeated guy, you know, like he did, you know, consistently the whole fight. But Volkanovski's on an amazing run. Uh, he's insanely strong. His wrestling's good. Um, I'm, but I, I'm a I'm a Holloway fan. I I don't feel like I can doubt him at this stage. I'm maybe a little biased here because I really am a Holloway fan. I think he's a uh, I think he's a good dude, and I think he's a good champion to have in the in the UFC. But I'm gonna go Holloway uh, um, decision here. Um, a lot of it's gonna come off striking. Uh, he may be able to stuff a couple of Volkanovski's um, takedowns early, and that may kind of keep uh, Volkanovski on his back foot a little bit and and allow uh, Max to to rack up points. I don't expect it being like an absolute brawl like Holloway Poirier or something, yeah. but um, I'm gonna go Holloway decision on that. Yeah, this uh this fight reminds me a little bit of I mean cuz it is like a true like clash of styles kind of. Yes. Um and it does kind of remind me of like when Chad Mendez mm. well it was like there was that triangle going on between Chad Mendez, Aldo and Connor. Yeah. Back when that was kind of coming into fruition and everybody if everyone remembers uh, Chad Mendez really gave Connor fits in that first round with his wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, but then Connor's power obviously was, was the, the deciding factor. But I think um, I, I definitely think that Vol- I think Volkanovski's sh- just strength is on another level from anyone that Holloway has fought in a long time. He did fight Dustin, which I think will actually work in his favor to have mm-hmm. that fight recent in his mind. Somebody that's bigger and stronger than him. Right. Um, but Dustin's more of a striker. Like this guy is going to be trying to pin you up against the cage, do some dirty boxing, yeah, uh, get him on the ground. I think I, I can't see him finishing Max, but I can see him uh, winning this fight with, uh, you know, uh, that's position, very possible position of dominance and cage control, which would actually maybe be a little boring, but I can see him kind of neutralizing his volume striking with just wrestling, just good wrestling yeah. and grappling. So I'm going to go Volkanovsky by decision. I'll say unanimous decision. That's yeah, no, that's very fair. I think if I, if, if it were like an order of predictions, like and as far as people and options of winning, I would go Max Holloway decision, then Volkanovsky decision, then beyond that. But, um, quick side note, do you, is Max the featherweight goat if he wins this? What's up? Is he, do we think Max is in the featherweight goat conversation? If he, if he wins uh, this fight, this would be what I think he's got to be. Yeah. I think he has to be. It's I between mean, him and Jose, right? Well, or, I mean, Connor, I, but no, 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 no. I'm not putting Connor in there. Connor's jumped too much. He was great. Never defended yeah. his belt, though. So I'm going to keep it between Max and Jose. Jose had a phenomenal yeah. run. Uh, Max beat him twice. Yes. But that was, you know, we're, we were starting to kind of get hit the hill of Jose's career. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, if this is was, I think it will be it's three or four defenses for Max if he wins this. So um, I he's for sure in the conversation, if not the goat. To me, that's just a brief side note. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think as far as longevity atop the division, um, and he's twenty eight. <laughs> I know he's he's gonna be one of those guys though that is a, like an old. 28 because i yeah. mean he's made a uh he's made some tough weight cuts and i mean he's been in some brawls yeah. um 
And even yeah, now, I can't tell if it's the accent or just sometimes when he talks, I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah, <laughs> a little punch." Uh, yeah, like, I know, and he's so he's so nice. He's really one of the uh, nicest dudes in the UFC. Um, yeah. It, but yeah, him, him, and uh, Diaz is definitely worse. But it, those two yeah. are people where they, like when they talk, I'm like, "Am I in the back?" Or like I say, I'm like, "Well, they've always kind of talked like that." But then, like as whatever the interview goes, I'm like, "Oh boy." Yeah, uh, I know. And then, like, you know, and you know who's not that way is Masvidal. Like, Masvidal's super articulate. He is. He's super well. He's, well, he's yeah. He's got like fifty fights now or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, but he sounds yeah. He's like his his, his thoughts seem super clear when he's on. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like a weird side note. But yeah. And then some of these other guys. I mean, Michael Bisping is an analyst. Uh, is an analyst. Uh, Bisping is. And then um, yeah. yeah. But then some of these other guys. I mean, Stipe being another one like. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could do a whole episode on like potential CTE candidates. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. Top yeah. ten CTE recipients. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. That was just a that was just a funny side note. But uh, so you're going Volkanovski there. I'm going Max. Both uh, picking decisions there. Um, and then in the main event, we've talked we've talked more about this fight than probably any upcoming fight this year. So we'll yeah. I'll just kind of jump right into the prediction. Um, obviously, similar styles, both aggressive. They really want to hurt each other. I think I'm insanely excited for this fight. Even even if it's a boring style fight, I won't be yeah. bored. There's no way because no. it's I, it's just it's going to be so important to me to watch and see who's getting position or or doing this or changing up their pattern. So I'm going to go, and this is crazy. And I, dude, uh, this is this is the probably the hottest take. I don't know. It's not that hot. Um, Usman flying Nate. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Usman, a late submission, like oh, four wow. or five, like a rear naked choke or something where. Where his pace and his pressure, which I realize they're, you know, like we've said, they're insanely similar, but I think Usman's going to be able to tire Colby out earlier and he's just stronger and Colby's going to slip up. That's how Colby has his one loss. Granted, they both have an early loss, but Colby's got his loss and he gave up his neck and he got uh, guillotined by Warley Alves or whatever. Um, I'm going to go Usman like a like round four or five, like a rear naked choke or something or like a uh, like a triangle choke. That's my prediction. A little bit hot, but there, there, there we go. All right, yeah. Um, I'm doing a uh, split draw. Take it to the bank. No, um, <laughs> plus seven thousand. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> no. I, I have been back and forth in this fight a bunch of times. I honestly, I mean, every time I've been watching their old fights and the work, like you said, even if it is like a tactical, like you know, jockeying for a position type fight, the work rate on these two guys is going to be unparalleled. I mean, yeah. I just, uh, you know, no one blends wrestling and striking better than these two dudes. Uh, you know, I so I, I was close to switching it. I kind of wanted to switch it just to go opposite you, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Usman. Um, I, I can't, I still can't imagine him finishing Colby. Uh, I, but I do think Colby is gonna have a hard time executing his game plan yes now we did say before that, that there was a three inch height difference and then i showed you that picture and there's definitely oh, not <laughs> it might be an entire inch yeah it's, not a, <laughs> Top, it's not like yeah a, it's like a half inch height difference so yeah we got some bad information on that from it the says Google it right machine. here i don't know why five yeah. nine six yeah it four. says colby's five nine he's definitely more like five eleven so he's yeah that pointy high. trump hat <laughs> yeah that's what it was yeah but no they're um yeah i'm gonna go usman just because i think he'll be able to um, to regain the position as needed. Uh, I think he'll be the one kind of securing cage control. Uh, the other thing is, though, is just that I thought about is I don't like, I can't remember many times of Colby getting hit 
Like, <laughs> no, just, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't get come out very bloody at all. No, like he doesn't get hit much, but a lot of it's because he's so offensive. The guys are just trying to, like, they're defending strikes, and then all of a sudden he's on their legs. Yeah, or, yeah, them. exactly. And, um, yeah, you can't hit him when his head is on your shoulder yeah. blades because he's so, freaking I mean, got your back. He is so, dude, just, yeah, he's so good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, just go with what I hope happens, which is I hope Usman can hold him off, hold yeah. him get enough offense. Uh, he's going to have to do some like dirty boxing. Pit him against the cage, do some body shots, maybe some knees to the body, uh, some close-range elbows, and just kind of make it an ugly fight. And yeah. I think he can do that. I think he's athletic enough and strong enough to do that. And I think he'll outpoint him like three rounds to two. Man, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's very that's a that's a very smart prediction. I and I, I yeah, I, I hope the same. I mean, I what whatever is to my understanding, this whole Colby thing, and I totally believe it is an act as far as just yeah. how he is. But I, you know, whatever, that's fine. His name's Chaos, so like it, his whole thing is just to mix it up, and he does an amazing job. He's gonna yeah. he's bringing this so many viewers. So like, I'm well, it's I'm, what it's what like I was thinking about it earlier. It's what the two hundred five division. Yeah, like, the like, two hundred five division. They they, they, yeah. we, they need some antics. And yes, like Johnny do. Walker was kind of doing it, and then of course he got beat. But then Corey Anderson like got in his face and was like, you know, being animated. And I was like, here we go. Yeah, hit the ref. No, yeah, <laughs> like, like, this is what we need. And then he apologizes on Twitter the next day. I was like, yeah. no, no, man, hit somebody else. Get yeah, worse, dude. Get pissed and like, you know, call John a bitch and like, like yeah, that's what <laughs> we something. need. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and, oh man. Yeah. No. You're you're right. Because like you think about some of the top guys, like Vulcan's a nice guy. Uh, Dominic Reyes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Anthony you're right. Smith is like the nicest person I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah, he is. He's like telling telling John. Tiago. Tiago Santos was super nice. Man. Yeah, dude. He talk about the most respectful guy. He gets a he gets a breath on the scorecard, and then when John gets the decision, just starts like clapping it man what a yeah let's go everybody's too nice i hate I know. that no, so but... somebody somebody at 205 needs to just be a dickhead yeah they yeah, need to I take know. a page out of colby's book i know but even just... even johnny walker coming in being cocky so people are like whoa whoa like let's relax we're a bunch of but squares here it is but that's how it always starts that's how it started right, with connor true. everybody was like this fucking this obnoxious irish dude he's gonna <laughs> yeah exactly he beating people and everybody and he was star so yeah. i mean you might as well build yourself up but yeah right. uh, uh, speaking but of johnny walker he got up. the he got the uh, the cry. That's just that's that's really the only fight that's been like made. Uh, the Krylov fight. Krylov's good. He did lose a decision, albeit split to to Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira's on like a three fight win streak, which is kind of bizarre. It's like a late turnaround. It is. Um, but yeah. I mean, if if Johnny can do, if convincingly win, if he knocks a guy out quickly again, it's like, all right, I mean, what? That's gonna be almost disappointing. It's like, okay, again, and here we go. It's just gonna seem repetitive. It seems like he's just back on the same road. I think that's why subconsciously I don't want that to happen. But if he like mauls Krylov for three rounds, that will be better for him. If yeah. he gets in like a, if he gets in like some, some, uh, if he works his way in and out of sticky situations, that will almost be a better sign to me obviously if he like yeah. sleeps him early it's like cool i mean he's still got that but um yeah. I, i'd like to see a side of johnny where he re- earns yeah and that sounds like i'm watering yeah. down his wins but you know what i mean you know what i'm trying yeah, to say he earns yeah like earns earns a win with some con like not some controversy some adversity yes um, that's what and, i'm trying to say and that, and that would be big for him he this is a must win for him though now i mean yeah that's gonna look real bad yeah honestly if he loses to krylov uh maybe just put on a little weight and go to heavyweight man uh, like I, <laughs> yeah because you, you i mean when you drop two at 205 
that's just a, that's a bad look because that's a thin division. And uh, I mean, that's like to, to relate it to college football. I mean, that's like losing two games in the ACC this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like using the, losing the UVA and Duke. I mean, like you just you can't lose two games in that right. division. <laughs> so and same thing here. It's like you, you got to be mowing through guys at two or five to get a shot at John. So yeah, so that's but, the um, that's the hope. Um, that was a good. Oh, just while I'm um, because I'm on the the news alerts page. Man, Bryce Mitchell. Did I did I say it or did I say it? no? He did. The oh second, yeah, I forgot the about second that. Twister in UFC history. That dude is a maniac. And he you would, had talked him up too on your yeah. uh, dark horses thing. But yeah, right. that so was that impressive. Was, he he is man. That was it was funny watching that submission come to like come to fruition. Uh. It was it was like in UFC three the video game not the event but the video game when like you're setting up a submission and you see like if you set up like a rear naked choke in UFC three you like grab their arm and you move it and then you move your forearm and it's all like choppy and you're like that would never happen watching him set up that twister he was literally yeah. like just placing the dude where I don't yeah. even know who the guy's name that he fought but that was impressive the second twister in UFC history who's the other one Korean zombie I think um and but that was impressive he's he's exciting and he's got personality i mean he like shouted yeah, out trump after he is, is and he's got like uh he's got like that redneck personality which i mean oh yeah arkansas think, just screaming yeah, the mic like genuinely him but um that's something different that's kind of something like a personality we don't really have um just like the like the good old boy like camo trunks he wanted and like all that stuff so that'll yeah. be yeah, he's got some star power he might uh he might actually yeah, this this is one where like this worked out for him because there were people such as myself and people on you know random people on social media being like, "Yo, like watch out for Bryce," and then he followed through. So this was a little bit of a he's not a star yet or anything, but he this jump definitely jumped him up. People will tune in, and I, he needs to yeah. fight. I want him to fight close again since this was you know a pretty short fight, yeah. his first round submission. So he's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really excited for him. Yeah, I mean he's well, I mean he's he's 25. He's only he's 12 and 0 already. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's pretty. Uh, he's he's got like a good, like marketable. Look. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they they so, need to they need to push him, but then again, not too fast because I mean, we've kind of seen see how that, that goes. D- Dana will get on a hype train, just like the rest of us will, and like kind of push someone, and then it just more often than not uh, doesn't pan out. But um, right. But yeah, right. he seems pretty skilled. Yeah, no, absolutely. And his his fir- his ground game is fantastic. Obviously the twister, but his first fight was like a three-round absolute like jiu-jitsu match and he was able to mix in his striking well. So, uh yeah, yeah he's he seems like a, a well-rounded guy um as far as, you know, fighting and stuff. So, uh excited for that. Um the rest of the card, you know, uh I think Aspen Ladd snagged a uh she snagged a was it I think it was a was it second? It was, no, it was late. That's right. It was a third round. And then some of the other uh, the other ones, Stefan Struve went down. I mean, I don't know, man. Shocker. Hang it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I saw that coming. I, I just I knew it. That dude just can't. That dude just can't do it. Uh, he just it's just not. Yeah, it's not for him. Yeah, yeah. for you. No, he's just not. I mean, he's just a lumbering tall guy. Like he. <laughs> Yeah. I think he's skilled. I think he like. I mean, yeah. I think he's like fluid in his movement, but he's just slow. And these dudes, everyone's faster than him. Um, he doesn't really use his length ever. You lost uh, to Mark Hunt, dog, and no disrespect to Mark Hunt is Andy Ruiz in the MMA. <laughs> MMA. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I will say, the hand, man, minus the hand speed, like <laughs> yeah, and Andy Ruiz makes Mark Hunt look 
fucking shred it. <laughs> yeah. So. Not, oh man. Okay. Uh, man, just 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 ripping Andy a new one. No. Okay. Uh, okay. So okay. Uh, wrapping up. I don't know how long this has been. Uh, anyway. Uh, that's the the review and the preview, if you will. Um, we may put out one more for UFC 245. If not, uh, hope y'all enjoy. Keep uh, uh, keep up with it, and um, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about it after, if nothing else. So. Um, yep. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed it, uh, be sure to uh, review, subscribe and rate it. And, uh, yep. Thank you for, uh, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time.